We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Trust the Tape. It's like episode five million, but episode two with the new format since we lost the great Dane Brugler. Rest in peace, of course. We think about him often and send out prayers to his family. He uh, he moved back to Ohio, and so he's not here to record, which means that the great Kevin Turner is alongside me here for Trust the Tape at KT Fun Tweets. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh at JC1053 on Twitter, and I demand that you follow me on Instagram because I've heard it's less poisonous. So Instagram uh, at Time for Jeffrey. That's where I demand that people go, KT. How are you? Yeah, Instagram's a good app for chicks, but also guys. Uh, and it, however you identify, really. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But Instagram's good. I'm at KT Fun Tweets on both of them. Yeah, I couldn't get JC1053 on Instagram because some lady has it. Yeah. Tough times. I wouldn't I wanna, know how to go about getting it from her either. I want to give a shout out to Dane, though, for making the business decision, man. He said, hey, I got kids. And I got grandparents. We're going to relocate. So I really think it was just a smart business move by Dane to go ahead and get out of the heat of the Metroplex and go uh, into the blustery winter of the Midwest so the grandparents could take care of the kids while he watches football every weekend. That is a good call. Free babysitting is uh, yeah. that's some top-notch stuff. Now, KT, before we go any further, I've had so many people demand that I confront you to start Trust the Tape. My school. Uh, it's a two-week-old confrontation. But I think your quote on our last episode was, Sam Ellinger sucks, and he can't do anything against LSU. Is that true? And then he played really well, and people were just demanding that I confront you because they said that you said that he was awful. I don't think I've ever said that Sam was awful. Oh. But I've said many times that I don't trust Sam in a big game, and although he's played well in big games before. um, You know, so I I don't even know what, what I have. Here's my takeaway this week. Four touchdowns without your number one wide receiver, allegedly your number one wide receiver in Colin Johnson. We might need to talk about we Devin might, Duvernay. We might need to. We might need to talk about Duvernay. Leads the country in receptions. He might be a guy that come uh, draft season will be like, well, hold on now. Do we need a slot guy? We need a slot guy. We He's always from need Saxy. a slot guy. He's from Saxy, right here in the Metroplex. Oh, yes. Love Saxy. Good mm-hmm. little town. Uh, one of my favorite brass instruments. Here's what I think about Sam Ellinger, what? though. Sam Ellinger... If you want to, if Texas keeps winning, they get to go upset Oklahoma, do all that stuff. He's got to put himself right square in the middle of the Heisman race, to be honest. The uh, what I have it is currently a four-man Heisman race. A four-man race. I have him on the outside looking in. I He's have a, it as yeah, a four-man he, Heisman. Four. I got a four-man Heisman race. This is one of those years, though, where I think like 10 guys are going to be going, hey, I should be in the final four. You know, if you're gonna- Trevor Lawrence is out of the Heisman race because they played yeah. Charlotte. So he has a game that has 92 passing yards because they just immediately were like, hey, we beat him. Thanks. He's so not going to be able to keep up with some of these guys. No, Tua and Hurts and uh, Burrow and Jonathan okay. Taylor. That's my four-man Heisman race. You're glad you said Joe Burrow because we're going to get to that. We're going to get to him as well. First-round pick Joe Burrow, by the way. Let's handle Ellinger real quick. Okay, handle him. Here's what I think about Ellinger. I think that he is he's fine. Okay, he's fine. 
I do think that Shane Bouchel is a better pro prospect Whoop. than Whoop. Sam Ellinger. That might be true. I mean, Ellinger is like that's part of college football. Is the dude that's built like a yeah. horse of some sort. Like that, it's just it's an element that is so good in college football when you don't have to worry about if they ever get worn down like is now happening to Cam Newton. And Bouchelle's no slouch; he's just not a tank like Sam is. Right, that dude's a tank. I mean, Bouchelle will go run it too. Like I never bought the whole thing of Herman saying, uh, "Well, I'm more uh, Ellinger's more suited for this offense than Bouchelle." I never totally bought that, but I, I guess I kind of get what he's saying. But what I would say about Bouchelle is Bouchelle's ready in this day and age where the offenses are going, and we're finally seeing these offenses translate to the NFL a little bit, Bouchelle is ready to step outside and fling it. And I ain't saying he's going to be a starting quarterback in the league, but I think he's going to be a late-round draft pick in the NFL. Meanwhile, I don't think Sam Ellinger gets drafted. Oh, shots fired at Sammy. And I also I'll think draft him late. if you gave Shane Bouchelle Tom Herman players instead of Charlie Strong players, I think the, the Bouchelle-Ellinger story is uh, less of a major Applewhite getting Chris Sims type thing than it than it is now. You know, yeah. such, give him give him Tom Herman's players. He was playing with guys who were just kind of Charlie Strong's guys, right on the kind way of out. guys, man, the right kind of guys, guys who uh, had to abide by the new rules. So that's my take. It's my hot take, and a shout out to the ponies four and zero now in the top twenty five. Uh, Gary Patterson. Oh, Gary Are Patterson and his big team. Oh, they should be. They're uh, not. If, if I, they're think not gotta, I think after they, one more, they might be. Okay, they need one more then. Okay, whatever. Let me see. Let so me see if we got our AP Gary, top 25. As much as Gary Patterson's known for his uh, big defense, uh, yeah, good try stopping them the other day because you couldn't do it. Well, you can't stop offenses anymore. That's just not how it works anymore. It's just, it's not allowed. Okay, Gary. Let me see. SMU. Yeah, they're they're out of it. Is twenty? They would be twenty eight. They're the third team also receiving votes after Wake and Oklahoma State. They're number okay. twenty eight. Can, can we get Texas A and M out of the top twenty five? Uh, I could. Being wait, Texas A and M, it's not fun being Texas A and M, dude. No. Here's I'm about to draw you something up real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up their schedule real quick because I did this on the air today. So Texas A and M, they're going six and six. You lost by ten points to the best team in the country, Clemson. On the road, mm-hmm. that happens. But you were, but you, hold on, you were blown out in that game. You got your butt kicked, but you lost by 14 points to the best team in the country. Those were garbage points, but yes, okay, that matters. You lost to Auburn by eight. Okay, and that game was never close. Okay, so that's two losses, and now, going forward, here's the games that they're going to lose, I promise. They're going to lose to Alabama on October 12th. In two weeks, three weeks. They're going to lose their last two games of the year at Georgia and at LSU. So A and M, even if they blew out everybody the rest of the way, even if they have an incredible rest of the schedule, they'll go five losses at best. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want to play in this division. So I want to go five. back to the Big Twelve. That's what I was thinking. Like, I want to go back. Wouldn't it be more fun if they were in the Big Twelve? Because yes. now. <laughs> And aside from the tradition and us living in Texas while we talk about those things, I just don't see a chance for them. And I'm not being a jerk, A&M fans. I'm really not. But You're a jerk. When's, uh, are we, you're going to get a – you got to beat Auburn. I'm sorry. Like, that's a game you got to have, you know, to be taken seriously. And they're a team who's going to be that type of, oh, we're going to linger around. We're going to try to win an SEC title. And maybe someone will take us seriously at 9-3. and three. Well, you're not going to be that. So – is Jimbo ever going to go eight and four? Is Jimbo ever going to go nine and three in the SEC? I with A and M. I don't know. I don't think so. So 
What a big waste of money. They could have done this with someone, dude. They didn't have to move on. They could have done this with someone. They could have kept promising good quarterbacks starting jobs and they would run off and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. But they could they could have done that with someone. They didn't have to go pay Jimbo all this money for this because you knew it was going to happen. Here's what I'm told from A&M fan, and I don't know if I buy it or not, that being I'm, in the SEC, even if they lose four or five games, playing those teams every week, that they're getting better recruits. Do you buy it? Because I think there's so many in the state of Texas that I don't care what conference you're in. Like if I can pull What's from the, Texas, I'm good. What's the point of what we're doing, though? I'm trying to get. Is it is the point to get better recruits, or is the point to win? Win the national championship. That's okay. the point. Maybe it's to win the conference. I guess for them, maybe their lofty goal can be a little bit lower, just because of where they're at. Well, if you win that conference, you can win the national championship. Exactly. So why not be in the Big Twelve where you can? And I know why. why the answer why is because Texas money? is a meanie. Why pay Texas the is money? a meanie? Everybody's tired of being Texas little brother. Like, I don't want to be your little brother. I want to be. I don't view Texas that way, though. I want to be me. I don't view Texas. I, I want to live my life, Dad. The thing is, if Texas was such a, if Texas was such a meanie, where's their dominance in the Big Twelve? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. I think they're viewed as the big guy, the bully, because they try, you know, because they got a network, network <laughs> and uh, I don't. It's whatever, but yeah, it's it's weird. Come on home, A and M. You're going to get tired of losing five games a year. Come on home. You only lose two in the Big Twelve, give or take. It, I, I do want to give them credit for playing Memphis, uh, Clemson two years in a row, despite being in that conference. Well, they probably scheduled it before Clemson was good. Yeah, they scheduled these things ten years yeah. out. They didn't know. By the time this came around, they went, "Oh man!" But they got to done. Go beat Mississippi State. That'll be a close game. It'll be a fun game. Uh, at Ole Miss, Ole Miss has dropped a lot since uh, all the recruiting sanctions and things, but. Uh, they won't have any problems with with Arkansas, but like I'm sitting here going, God, I'm I'm staring at seven and five or six and six team. Yeah, to so get them out of my top twenty five. I can't have five lost teams in my top twenty five. Get them out of there. All right, let's move on to uh, let's move on to my hot take of the week. Ooh, H T O T W, the hot take right. of the week. Okay, I don't think this will ever happen because I think his name recruits on its own. Fire Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. He didn't want a big it's, game yet, dude. It's made like okay, so here's my thinking. My thinking is LSU just stepped out of the Stone Age and they did it by hiring a twenty nine year old basically like a grad assistant from the pros, right? The dude from the Saints that's helping them design that new offense that LSU's mm-hmm. running and destroying the whole world. Nick Saban came around, spread. Throw, uh, get a quarterback that can run and throw, score points, keep up with sixty the on people, keep up with how football is being played. We're going to do it. Michigan's not. Michigan's lining up against Wisconsin and playing them like they're Wisconsin. They're the same. They, they lined up and they said, "Let's see who can win the trench warfare." And Wisconsin was like, "Cool, we're going to kick your butt." Jonathan Taylor cramped up and missed a big chunk of that game, and they just kept getting run over. And like that's how they play football. Michigan's like, "This is Michigan football." Ohio State's got Justin Fields. They're going to spank you. They're playing current football. At Michigan, you're not. Okay, there's a lot Bye, going Jim. on. There's a lot going on here. A, they don't have a good quarterback. Okay? This is supposed to be the year of Shea Patterson. Shea Patterson sucks. Okay. I've seen enough. I've seen enough of Shea Patterson. Okay. Uh, you're right. Couldn't stop the run. Their, their crazy defense, it's, it's not exotic anymore. It's not as cute as they think it is. And that's what allows them to go get beat up all the time. What is their signature win in Harbaugh's five years? 
Oh, God, I don't know. There Have you they go. beaten Ohio State? Maybe there's not one. <laughs> Maybe there's not one. I'm sure they beat Ohio State at least once, right? He's 40-14, and 14, now 40-15 and 15 in five years. Well, that equals three losses a year. Well, I didn't pay you that much money to come and win three games a year. I came here to come, uh, you know, kind of be in the mix, go win some conferences, go win some big bowl games, be in Call the college football playoff. Call your brother. Call the bro. Do you know what Baltimore is now? Run. Baltimore is their analytics team. Yeah. That's what Baltimore is. Yeah. Baltimore hired multiple people from like the big data bowl and guys who put out literally free content on Twitter about analytics. And Baltimore snatched them up. And now John Harbaugh is at the podium after games talking about how they've run the numbers. And that's why we're going forward on fourth. That's why we're going for two points when we're down by 11. And he's like, that's what you're supposed to do because they're paying attention to the way you're supposed to play football. And Jim's not. That's my hot take of the week. Nah, Jim get- Harbaugh. Deuces. Get him out. There's no reason. There's just no reason for him to be around anymore in Michigan. Cult hero, all that crap. Khakis. Well, well that's how you get behind. Khakis. Hey, you're going to let John Elway run your team in Denver because he's a cult hero? No, well, that's how you get in the garbage, just like that. Just by doing crap like that. So, done with Jim. Jim, how was Jim not able to get a good quarterback? You know what? I've always got this. Jim may be like this cool guy to get recruited by. I bet Jim Harbaugh is no fun to play for. I bet he is the worst guy to play for. At some point, you got to be competitive. Against Wisconsin, you can't even be competitive, dude. And no shots fired at Wisconsin. They're great. And Jonathan Taylor's awesome, and I'm scared to death to draft him because of all the <laughs> mileage that he's got on his odometer. Oh, for sure. But he is great. I mean, he is. He might be the best running back in the nation that I'd never take in the NFL because yeah, of so how much I'll he's playing. I'll take DeAndre Swift. Like he was totally Zach Moss. just using up. All, all his uh, yards on uh, free time. But, yeah, I agree with you 100%. There's no reason for Har- Harbaugh anymore. Okay, Done. now, next thing that I want to do before you can do whatever you want is Joe Burrow talk. Thank you. Thank you. LSU quarterback. I want to give you something real quick. So, he was at Ohio State for three years. Red shirt year, a couple years as a backup, transfers to LSU. He's a starter last year. He plays 13 games. He threw for 2,800 yards, 16 touchdowns, and five interceptions. 16 touchdowns in 13 games. I don't know if he started them all, but he played in 13. This year through four games, Joe Burrow's thrown 17 touchdowns. He beat <laughs> all of last year in four games in this new offense. So evaluating a quarterback last year at LSU would have been impossible. Through four games this year? like we're, Now we're going to get to a point before the NFL draft where we'll watch guys totally differently and really evaluating them. But yeah. just watching him, I've seen in full two of his games this year and chunks of the other two. That dude's going to be a first-round pick. I want to use the caveat. He's coming out of nowhere, and he's going to be a first-round pick. I want to use the caveat that I have not seen Jordan Love of Utah State. I right. have not seen him. But I am so comfortable putting Joe Burrow – in that discussion of Tua and Herbert right now. This completing over 80% of his passes. I know Tua and Herbert have much more tape on him. Yeah. Uh, and I totally get that. I love Tua. My problem with so, Tua is that he gets banged up. I love Tua. And, and I'm very unclear on how I feel about uh, right. uh, Herbert and Tua. I just, I, I'm just i really to the point that I don't know. And Herbert looked great. I don't know if you saw any of that game against Stanford. He had to, uh, a, th- a few throws against them. I was sitting there going, Dad, gum it. He's whipping it around. With and him, it's on time and it, it's, uh, it's quick. Uh, the only thing I don't see from Herbert is consistency. It, yeah. It's just never consistent. Yeah. I don't know what I'm getting down to down. There's so many moments where I'm like, what just happened? You feel like you know what you have with two. I I, I totally see that. If he's not hurt, like I think it, to me, Tua sees it faster. He's 
better with ball placement. He like Tua. I think Tua is a really good prospect. But I've got no problem putting Burrow in that in that area. Uh, again, Jordan Love is just this big outlier. And I'd really, I mean, look, you go find some Utah State games. We're going to have to go Hold do on, that. I think I saw today when I was looking at the schedule, I think they play a real school. Yeah, okay, so they've got Colorado State this week. Then they got LSU. I mean, they, So we're actually going to see so Burrow versus see Love. Yeah, Okay. Good. October, October 5th, 11 a.m. Central. We'll see LSU and Utah State. What I would say about him that's very interesting is that a lot of his players left, too. I mean, when his head coach went to Texas Tech, and I would, I would like to weigh in on Texas Tech for a minute, too. But when his head coach went to Texas Tech, he lost some players. A lot of has left and tried to get out of that conference and into the Big 12 and go to Texas Tech. Some, some of their better players. Bunch of traitors. Um, I got him through three games, 88 for 129, so completing almost 70% of his passes. Uh, four touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, he. It's hard to do. Like the Utah State thing, it's hard to do and try to evaluate by their stats. Yeah. It's a lot like Daniel Jones last year, where <laughs> even I was willing to bet against him when he was picked in the top ten. But I didn't hate him like a lot of people hated him. We watched the Clemson tape, and it was like, wow, that dude has nobody around him. His stat line looks terrible, but he's doing everything you would want your quarterback to do. So Jordan Love's going to be the same thing, where we'll have to watch him against the best teams and pretend he has good teammates and try to project from there. It's called Trust the Tape for a reason, and we will have to eventually trust the tape. We'll do it. Well, at Wake Forest, he threw three picks, but he also threw three touchdowns. Uh, he was 33 of 48 for 415. And Wake's on the doorstep of being ranked. And, you know, they lost that game, so, you know, he, they might have been throwing it to try to get back, in the, get back in the mix. And then at San Diego State, 30 of 47, almost 300 yards. It, he, he doesn't run it much. He only ran the ball nine times, so... You know, jury's still out on Jordan Love, and we will eventually do the work on him. I'd like to comment on Fromm real quick against Georgia. Hit me with Fromm it. has looked okay, and you're always going to have these questions with him about, hey, what is that offense doing? I mean, they're trying to run the ball. They're not yeah, trying to Yeah, you think Justin like, Fields and uh, Jacob Eason are happy? They're at Washington and Ohio State, respectively? In terms of future growth? Slinging it around? Absolutely. Yeah. In terms of future growth, absolutely. and. You know, but that's not how Georgia's going to win, and Fromm's going to have a chance to go make a run and, and put on some good performances in front of some big people, and maybe Fields and Eason don't get that chance. You know, they're going to get some big ones, but maybe maybe they're not in the mix for a national title. I guess you could say Fields clearly is with Ohio State, but uh, so I, I I think Fromm has looked really good and going to win that game against Notre Dame. God, that he was protected so well. I know Georgia's got a. You know, probably top ten prospect at left tackle. Right. Notre Dame couldn't get to him at all either, but he made some really good throws and he's done a good job. So I have Fromm in that group, but I've got Tua, I've got Herbert, and then the next guy to me clearly is Burrow, and it's yeah, he's there. It's it's no one else. What I'm excited to see next year. And by the way, let's go through all the Georgia quarterbacks or former Georgia quarterbacks real quick. Yeah. Jacob Eason at Washington right now, completing 73 percent of his passes. Just under 1,100 yards, 10 touchdowns, two picks, and three and one right now. Only the team they lost to is Cal, where he didn't play well and they didn't play well. Justin Fields, this will be interesting next year because Trevor Lawrence is the one that's already written in. Yeah. And Justin Fields, we hadn't really gotten to see, but through four games at Ohio State, completing 70% of his passes, 880 yards, 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions. And he's run for 150 yards and six touchdowns. That's the other guy we're going to be talking about a year from now going, hey, is he the number two overall pick? 
Yeah. So the, the, he's up this, there balling at Ohio State. This is where the, the Big Ten frustrates me, though, because now I can't even consider Michigan a worthy opponent. <laughs> I mean, so I'm sitting here going, okay, so they'll play Wisconsin? Let me get their schedule for what you. Are, what other difficult challenges do we have? Let me get let me Ohio get the State. schedule up here for you. So Ohio State is going to play Nebraska, then Michigan State, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Maryland, Rutgers, Penn State, Michigan. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm with you that you the Big Ten or the yeah the Big Ten like you're the way that you think of them loses some respect when you lose some respect for Michigan. Yeah. You think of it now as Ohio State, and I guess Wisconsin would be your second best team up there. And it doesn't, for whatever reason, it doesn't carry the same weight as if Michigan's great. Michigan number 20 right now. Maybe they'll win a bunch of games and end up with a respectable ranking. But they did last year. There's just teams that when I see them play one game, I dismiss them. And that happened for me when I watched Michigan play Wisconsin. Yeah. It happened for me when I watched uh, Ohio State when JT Barrett was there. I forgot which game we were watching, but I watched and I said, that offense isn't good enough to be in the playoff and sure. do anything. And they weren't. And so, like, Michigan, that's not I, good enough. I didn't feel like the Notre Dame offense, and they went 12-0 and last year, didn't feel like they were good enough to be in the college football playoff weren't. last year. And Ian Book just dumping it down every time. That's what you saw against Georgia. You know, Book didn't make any bad decisions or anything, but it was just like, okay, here's a drop off here. They never, never throw the ball down the field. It's never exciting. Uh, I can I, I I lost my Texas Tech thing. I want to get on that real quick. So Alan Bowman out for the year with a shoulder. Okay, so Tech's gonna go lose a bunch of games. So he's now. a hurt guy. They were about to go probably eight and four. You know, maybe seven and five, eight and four. Alan Bowman with a shoulder because they can't protect him, and they're gonna go lose games. So I just want to say this, like all the people who are critical of Cliff Kingsbury getting a head coaching job, and hey, Cliff is... It's weird that he failed up. It's going to be weird that he failed up, but I think what people don't realize is that even though he went 6-6 and in his last year, if Alan Bowman doesn't get hurt last year, like ruptured his spleen or whatever happened to, or lacerated his kidney, I mean, it was a bad bad injury. Right. If that doesn't happen and Jet Duffy's not your quarterback, they were going to go 9-3. and So nine and three is pretty good at Texas Tech. Do we Mike agree? Leach was there; he'd go nine and three. Oh, he would go maybe better. That's what he liked to do. Maybe better. Pay man. him his money, Tech. By the way, I I fell asleep, man. I fell asleep. I did I too. missed all of that Washington State UCLA madness. Yeah, I fell asleep too. I thought that game was over like the at halftime. Most regret I've ever had that Sunday morning. Ever. Going, Why did I not just stay up and tough it out? I got up that Sunday morning and went to a balloon festival that didn't have any balloons. That was my greatest regret. Oh, no. Yeah, wind was blowing too hard, I guess. I didn't check the page. And then once you found out the news of the nine touchdown pass loss, you were going, gosh, what a double whammy. Yeah, I did. I got double whammy. I could have stayed up all night and slept till 11. <laughs> that was tough. Turned on the pregame show and set my fantasy lineups. Is there any other outcomes from last week that we need to touch on? Tennis? You're an embarrassment to college football. Just go ahead and fold the team. Uh, Washington beat down BYU, which I don't think people really saw coming. BYU was considered pretty good going into that. Texas over Oklahoma State was a good one. That's kind of it for last week, huh? Yeah, but UNT got a big win. Nobody uh, asked about UNT. They're 2-2. Two and two. You I, told me they were going to win the Heisman. I will say top 100 uh, wide receiver in next year's draft, Rico Bussey, did tear his ACL. Oh, so did you he? hate to see that happen. So. Yeah, that's a tough break um, for the Eagles of screaming Mean Green. Want to look at next week's game? Are you guys the screaming Eagles or the Mean Green? We're the Mean Green. So what's the screaming Eagle thing? Oh, it's just an Eagle. Screaming Is that like Auburn? Like, made up. Because they're the Tigers, but they say War Eagle. The North Texas Mean Green Eagles. 
Is that it? Because mm-hmm. were they the North Texas Eagles before Joe Green played there? Probably. North Texas State, probably. When did they officially change to Mean Green? I don't know, man. Don't quiz me on like my school. eight years after Hey, Ed, what's the or after Abilene Christian Joe background Green? of their... Well, up. Jesus was born, <laughs> and then Abilene Christian was formed, and then I went to play football. Uh, Friday night, upset alert, Jeff. No, that's N- not an upset. Number 12, Penn State at Maryland. Are you putting in the call? I'm absolutely putting in the call. Maryland is here for it. They're going to sling it. All right, upset alert. Arizona State at Cal, Friday night. After Herm? that one. Uh, yeah, Herm. La Herm action? I feel bad for my guy Todd Graham. Didn't get to keep that job for his ah, whole life. It, I think Todd. he's still getting paid, though, so that's cool. He and I have a great history with the Allen Eagles. He believed in me. The next coaching staff didn't. Early games uh, on Saturday, Tech at number 6 Oklahoma. Oklahoma's probably going to win by 50 now. Boomer! But... Sooner! Uh, Northwestern at Wisconsin, kind of bored. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on this weekend. There's a little bit going on. USC, Washington, that's a little something. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot going on this weekend. Maybe Ohio State, Nebraska, a little Saturday evening action for you there. Uh, yeah, I think USC, Washington, like you said, at 2.30. I'm into that game. Uh, I'm not terribly interested in 18 Virginia at number 10 Notre Dame, but, you know, two ranked teams right there. Eh. Meanwhile, Clemson and uh, Alabama will be playing on the other networks right there. So, 230's got you a pretty good little slate if you if you take a look at it. Maybe Washington State, Utah, if you're desperate for anything. You know, I Washington mean, State, Utah could be fun. It could be. Um, You know, it, it's it's the, the night game. What's the big night game that they're trumpeting on uh – on ABC, Ohio State at Nebraska. I guess it's just it makes sense. Just so half-assed. Nebraska's supposed to be okay. Ohio State's good. Um, All right, let's see what the people said. Let me see if anybody wants to yell at you, KT. Bring it. I have twenty-three responses on Twitter. I need to know if Trevor Lawrence's play has dropped off. Still first round, first pick material. That's from at one and only Ziggy. He once made a Fortnite painting for me of a llama in the woods and it hangs in my study currently trevor lawrence still first pick next year yep first pick next year done i mean two years i guess technically 2021 draft once more for ziggy really trying to hurt us in the past y'all were high on laquan treadwell do you still trust the tape what's broken with his game and can it be fixed he's slow and he's not really smart yeah I mean, once we found out that the the big issues playbook going on with him, and I hate to talk about players like that when you don't know them. Yeah, I don't know the but guy, you, but apparently the playbook was a lot for him. The playbook learning learning a playbook was a lot for him. And guess what you do at Mississippi? You don't learn that many plays. It's yeah. very basic. Here's three routes. You know, I do. He did change. He changed me, KT. I you know, you know, I'm scared of the big receiver. I didn't now. see him having a drop issue. Um, yeah, and that's not at where, all. In, in college, he was snatching everything with his hands and things like that. So, trip know. on Twitter. I did. I have changed my receiver stuff, though. I'm now terrified of the big wide receiver that There's can't a run. Bunch of big wide receivers this year. I'm terrified of them. I'll take Jerry Judy. I'll take Henry Ruggs. I'll take Jalen Rager. I will take every single receiver you have that is under six three. I'll take all of them, You're especially if they're a good guys. route runner. Uh, trip. An hour's worth of content on Jerry Judy. He's awesome. Somebody's going to use a top 10 pick on Jerry Judy. You know, you, the thing, the great thing about Jerry Judy is you don't even need an hour's worth of content on him because no. he kind of summed it up. Just pick him. 
He's uh, awesome. Dane is telling me that scouts are telling him that Judy runs like a four four eight to four five two, which is average speed. And I'm like, whatever. He plays faster than that. Yeah. That's where I'll trust the tape. You tell me his forty time, and if you tell me he runs a four five flat, I'll tell you I don't care. Dude he, can run. He's he's fine. There's no concerns about him. Is Jonathan Taylor good? Or is that O line just dominant at Wisconsin? It's both, but there were there were plays in that in that Michigan game where he's getting bottled up and then he ends up getting five yards. He's good. He he sees it. He sees it so fast. Um you've seen him with the speed to take it to the house too. I'm a, I'm a Jonathan Taylor fan. And I honestly am going to have sympathy for Jonathan Taylor when no one takes him early because you just can't take a guy who's had that much. Yeah, I don't want my running back to have played at Wisconsin. Yeah, no. Not at all. No. Give me somebody who played anywhere else. Yeah. With all due respect to Melvin Gordon and many other greats. The the numbers on him are just ridiculous in terms of carries. Uh, I tried to talk, type in Jonathan Taylor so I could pull up the Did it pull up Jonathan Taylor Thomas sure from did. Home Improvement? It sure did, and it happens every time. Has he been on anything since Home Improvement? So, here, here it is. He used to be a dreamboat for the teen girls. You ready for 300 carries in 2017? Okay. 307 carries in 2018. Mm-hmm. So far, 58 carries in three games. So, he'll be go coming ahead, into the league with 900 college carries. Go ahead and average that out for about 240 carries through 12 games. In the Big Ten against adults and just ramming into people over and over when again. When it gets cold, they're going to run even more. He's going to have another 300-carry season. Another guy, Chandler, just says Jonathan Taylor Heisman. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, 2,500 yards. Absolutely got a chance, and that might end up being one of those things where it depends on the team's success. Well, and you have to go bonkers to beat the quarterbacks now. Yeah. You want to beat the quarterbacks, you have to go absolutely nuts with your stats. How's DuVernay from Texas doing? Rising fast, maybe above Colin Johnson. That's some of that stuff that's really tough to know. Like, I'll trust Dane Brugler's preseason rankings where he's got Colin Johnson way up there, but things will change a lot when we watch them differently, when we're yeah. watching individual players on tape and evaluating. But DuVernay's definitely put his name on the map for sure with what he did to LSU, what he did to Oklahoma State, leaving, leading the nation in catches. He is balling out. Show. When you step up big time, though, when the guy, when Colin Johnson was out, that's where I just go, okay, man, this guy's ready. Now, he's a senior, you know, um, but he's 5'11", 210. He's a, he's a bigger guy. He's not he's not a slight figure. You can see him, we go, oh, he's a little shorter guy, but he's not, like, a slight guy. Um, so I, I see him as a guy who, and I, I don't know where I'm projecting him in terms of a round because, man, my God, this, this is going to be another wide receiver class that's loaded. But, I mean, dude, he's going to be drafted probably uh, day two, maybe early day three, and he's a slot wide receiver fixture in the NFL. I think he's going to be great. Luke, 1,000 Tigers versus 1,000 Gorillas. Who wins? Gorillas. Uh, Gorillas win. Gorillas get disrespected when you start talking about these big cats. Gorillas are as strong as them. They have thumbs. Here you go choosing size, though, over quickness. You just told me you're going away from the big guys. I'm choosing the thumb, though. I'm choosing a thumb. Over a paw? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, if you, like, yeah. I'll flip a coin. Tigers are tough, but, like, that gorilla is, like, if you or I were, like, three or four times bigger than we are. And like 15 times stronger than we are, you just grab that cat by the back of the neck and look at it and be like, do you still want to fight? Like, that's what the gorillas would be doing to the tigers. Yeah. You would, that fight would end with 993 gorillas left. 
and a That's thousand dead tigers. The, the tigers would need it to be a game of numbers early. <laughs> so if you if you took it down to seven hundred fifty tigers against a thousand gorillas, I'm I mean, I'm sorry, a thousand tigers against seven hundred fifty gorillas. If they yeah. really focus their attack like three yeah. tigers per gorilla, and were willing to take punishment yeah. while ignoring the others and work yeah. their way, perhaps get the gorillas looking around, kind of head on a swivel. You know, that type of thing. And Matt says, I need Chase Young to, fa- to fall to the Cowboys. Please just let me dream. <laughs> okay. We can get a gas mask situation going. Yeah, no, you can't. He's a DN. Yeah, he's a, no, he's a pass right. rusher. He's going to go. like if, yeah, some, team might, some team might take him number one. If they don't need a quarterback sure. and they don't want to trade out and play games with it, just oh, be like, no, I'm taking Chase Young. Oh, I think it's very possible. And you're going to – all these teams that are 0-3, some of these teams aren't going to need a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we'll see if Miami they, might, needs a they might need one, but like maybe, may not, maybe not. may not take one. And if like if Rosen's bad and they want Lawrence or Fields, maybe oh, maybe well, even Miami's like what we're if gonna Washington, pass this year. What if Washington's the first pick in the draft? Uh, they'll have a lot more information because I think three weeks from now Haskins will start when they play Miami. Okay. I think they're waiting for Miami to put him that in. That makes sense. Yeah, because they've got New York and then they've got uh, New England and then Miami. I okay. may be off by a game. Maybe Miami's one later, but he'll be in against Miami, and they'll have plenty of they'll have plenty of look at him. That's all I got from the people, KT. Anything you'd like to say in parting? Uh, I mean, can I check and see what I got from the people, man? Oh yeah, I got a couple. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. we're going lightning round here. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I'm just pulling. You're it up. not doing a good job of. Dane never had a problem getting his stuff pulled up. Well, Dane's got this great Wi-Fi. On- Wi-Fi doesn't travel with you. Um, nah, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> oh, no, the people, anyone who sent you a question is going to be so mad uh, that you okay, dismissed me, their question. Let me hear y'all's top five running backs. It seems like everyone's all over the place with it. That's from John Sinan. Uh, I don't even I, know yet, but I know that DeAndre Swift and Zach Moss are towards the top. It's Swift for me. Travis Etienne at Clemson is up there. I know those guys will be up there, but there's going to be so many poor, names we'll watch. Poor Jonathan Taylor is going to come in under those guys. You have great numbers. Yeah. He's going to get to the league. Yeah. And everyone's going to go, my God, dude, you've just had too much trauma. Yeah. I can't have you. And he started catching the ball this year because you also got to uh, figure out over the course of the year which of these guys are the good receivers that you trust. Yeah. Because that'll elevate you. Zach Moss has been a little banged up. Yeah, he missed a year, a but he's just, dude, he's good. He's very he's good. He's good. He's good. Very, very good. You done? Uh, I'm good, man. Let's All get right. out of here. See you guys. Follow us on the stuff, mostly the Twitter and the Instagram. The YouTube, just Google it up, and we'll see you next week on Trust the Tape. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 